RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. The financial secretary warns that he doesn't expect a spike in retail sales from the mid-autumn festival. A special investigator looking into Next Digital says his appointment may need to be extended for a fourth time. And Russia suffers its worst setback in Ukraine as it loses several key towns and cities east of Kharkiv. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says reigning in the local epidemic is the key to a stable economy as the city faces headwinds, including a resurgence in COVID cases, a high external inflation rate and interest rates hikes in the US. Writing on his official blog, Mr Chan said he's not too hopeful about the prospect for retail sales during this year's mid-autumn festival, given the weak economic momentum and consumer sentiment. The finance chief urged people to comply with anti-pandemic measures and get jabbed as soon as possible so that social and economic activities can get back to normal. A special investigator looking into the financial affairs of Next Digital, the publisher of the now-defunct Apple Daily, says he thinks his appointment may have to be extended for a fourth time as the probe is still ongoing. Speaking to reporters after appearing on a radio programme, Clement Chan said that while information gathering is complete, analysis is continuing and he's working on the conclusion. Mr Chan was appointed by the financial secretary in July last year to investigate the company after allegations of fraud. His current appointment is expected to exp- is due to expire on October the 27th. Ukraine says it's pushing ahead with its offensives in the south and east of the country after Russia suffered its worst military setbacks in months. President Zelensky said more villages had been recaptured, saying his country was being liberated step by step. Video footage shows residents embracing Ukrainian soldiers. The Russian Defense Ministry said its forces were regrouping elsewhere. In his nightly video address to President, uh, uh, President Zelensky praised his country's troops. The armed forces of Ukraine and all those who defend our state will restore peace in every corner of our state where Russia has brought only grief and suffering. Ukraine's Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba says his country's forces have demonstrated that they're able to defeat the Russian army. He was speaking at a news conference in Kyiv with the German Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbock. Mr Kuleba said that with more weapons coming from abroad, Ukraine could bring the war to an end. We showed that we can defeat the Russian army. We're doing it with weapons which were also provided by our partners. I repeat again, the more weapons we receive, the faster we win, the faster this war will end, and we will be able to concentrate on other goals. The first stage of Queen Elizabeth II's final journey will begin in the coming hours when her coffin leaves the Scottish castle where she died. The late monarch's daughter, Princess Anne, will accompany the cortege as it makes its way from Balmoral to Edinburgh. The BBC's James Cook reports. In the hushed ballroom of Balmoral Castle, in an oak coffin draped in Scotland's royal standard, Elizabeth lies at peace. At 10am, six gamekeepers from the late Queen's estate will lift the coffin into a hearse and a momentous journey will begin. First, through the villages of Royal Deeside, the land she loved. Then, Aberdeen, Dundee and, finally, Edinburgh, where the coffin will rest at the Palace of Holyrood House before a service attended by King Charles III at St Giles Cathedral on Monday. 
Meanwhile, former Prime Minister Gordon Brown said there are already signs that the monarchy will change under King Charles III. I think that the monarchy is going to be smaller, more like a Scandinavian monarchy in future, I think, more informal. I think he stopped as he entered Buckingham Palace and talked to people in the crowd, and that was a signal that he wanted people to feel he was approachable. But obviously the huge challenge is ahead, because uh, we're outside the European Union, but it's not absolutely clear what our relationships are going to be with Europe, with America, with Africa, with the rest of the world. At the Venice Film Festival in Italy, the Golden Lion Award for Best Picture has been won by a documentary called All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. Laura's, Laura Portress's film tells the story of one woman's attempts to bring down the American Sackler family, the owners of the controversial pharmaceutical company Purdue Pharma. And to the weather forecast, mainly fine and very hot, apart from isolated showers in the afternoon. The outlook, fine, very hot and dry in the next few days. Right now at the observatory, it's 31 degrees Celsius, relative humidity 70%. The yellow fire danger warning is in force, as is the very hot weather warning. If you're listening to RTHK, the time is five minutes past one. A black preacher in the southern U.S. state of Alabama who was arrested by white police officers while he was watering his neighbor's garden is suing the officers involved. Pastor Michael Jennings is also suing their employer, the city of Childersburg. Mr. Jennings accuses them of unlawful arrest and causing him distress and anxiety. The BBC's Paddy Maguire reports. In May, 56-year-old pastor Michael Jennings was dutifully watering his neighbour's garden flowers. They were out of town, and as was often the case, they'd asked him to keep an eye on things. But a 911 call from a white neighbour reported suspicious behaviour of a black male and a gold SUV at the property while the owners were away. When the police turned up, they approached Mr Jennings. After a 20-minute standoff, Pastor Jennings was arrested, handcuffed and placed in the back of a police car. According to reports, the officers then found the neighbour who had made the 911 call, who tells them that she recognises him and that the incident is probably her fault. Heavy rain brought by a tropical storm in the U.S. state of California has helped firefighters contain a deadly wildfire. The Fairview blaze near Los Angeles had killed two people and prompted the evacuation of thousands of homes since it broke out last Monday during a severe heat wave. The emergency services said Tropical Storm K had reduced record-breaking temperatures, allowing firefighters to make significant progress. A strong earthquake in Papua New Guinea is reported to have damaged roads and buildings. The magnitude 7.6 quake struck about 60 kilometres from the country's second biggest city, Ley. Residents near the epicentre said intense shaking lasted for more than a minute. The tremors were felt in the capital, Port Moresby, more than 400 kilometres away. There have been no reports of casualties. Sports news now and Hong Kong have suffered a disappointing 14-5 defeat to Uganda in the bowl semi-final at the Rugby World Cup 7s in Cape Town. Earlier they crushed Zimbabwe in the quarter-final with tries from Ali Nardoni, Salom Yu, Russell Webb and Seb Brian, giving the SAR a 28-0 victory at full time. Hugo Styles converted the first try and the other three were converted by Webb. The defeat to Uganda leaves Hong Kong facing a 19th place playoff against Tonga later today. It's Hong Kong's eighth appearance at the World Cup, which is serving as the team's final international warm-up for the Hong Kong Sevens in November. 
Meanwhile, Ireland stunned the host, South Africa, 24-14 in the quarterfinals and will go on to meet the tournament favourites and title holders New Zealand in the semi-finals. New Zealand survived a tough quarterfinal battle against Argentina, winning 12-5. New Zealand won the last two World Cups in 2013 and 18 and came into Cape Town after winning the final event of the World Series in Los Angeles. In the other semi-final, Australia will meet Fiji, who beat Samoa 21-10. Top seed Iga Sriontek has won the US Open, beating Tunisia's Onshabur in straight sets while winning the while the winner of tonight's men's final between Kasparud and Carlos Alcaraz will become the new world number one. The BBC's Russell Fuller has more from Flushing Meadows. Sriontek arrived at Flushing Meadows feeling slightly unsure of herself. These courts are a little on the quick side for her, and she was trying to rouse herself after a sapping 37-match winning streak came to an end at Wimbledon. But against Chabert, she underlined her preeminence in the women's game, winning the first set 6-2 and the second on a tie-break. If 19-year-old Alcaraz wins the men's final, he will become the youngest men's number one of all time. But each of his last three matches has gone to five sets, with one finishing at 2.50am, so fatigue could be an issue against Rude, who hopes to be the first Norwegian man to win a major singles title. In Formula One, Ferrari's Charles Leclerc has taken pole for the Italian Grand Prix after topping the times in qualifying at Monza. The BBC's Jack Nichols has more. Leclerc was always likely to start on pole position anyway due to grid penalties for almost all of the front runners, but he still managed to produce the quickest lap time in qualifying, beating Max Verstappen and Carlos Sainz and will start on pole position for the Italian Grand Prix. Verstappen has a five-place grid drop. Carlos Sainz and Lewis Hamilton will be starting at the back of the grid, so it's a real opportunity for Leclerc to win Ferrari's home race. And finally, cricket New Zealand captain Kane Williamson won the toss and chose to bowl in the third and final one-day international against Australia, which will be the last for retiring Australian skipper Aaron Finch. To end the news, the top stories once again. The financial secretary warns that he doesn't expect a spike in retail sales from the mid-autumn festival. A special investigator looking into Next Digital says his appointment may need to be extended for a fourth time. And Russia suffers its worst setback in Ukraine as it loses several key towns and cities east of Kharkiv. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new colour, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.
the Sunday afternoon session for the 11th of September 2022. Simon Wilson keeping your company all the way through till 4. Got the usual mix, a few quirky stories, check out the birthday files, see what happened this day in history, and of course, play as many of your requests.